This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Want a chance to win at over $3,000 in prizes? It's free. Go to the Paddle and Fin Facebook page. Fill out our Spring Madness bracket. We got matches between all the hosts here at Paddle and Fin and we added Josh Smith from the Dark Waters Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're going to battle it out. Uh, live streams will be every Sunday, so you could follow along on your bracket to see how you're doing every Sunday morning between 8 and noon, your local time. And the top seven places of the brackets are going to have a chance at huge prizes. We got Orion coolers, catch products, never lost tethers, flip it ID holders, angler button, a chance at a black pack or a Chinook PFD, $50 gift card to South Mountain Media, TRC covers, boss buffs. We got um, a rack net, yak gadget, Robohawk, biz baits, wicked weights, she angler custom baits. I mean, guys, the list is long. Go fill out your bracket, either send it in to the Paddle and Fin Facebook page or email it to paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com for your chance to win today. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, 
We are talking with my man Cody Jennings from Jig Masters Jigs. I'm going to talk about business during the coronavirus. Uh, some some new things in the works over there at Jig Masters and things like that. So, without further ado, Cody, welcome, welcome right, back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is uh, this is I like this man. It's like a, a never-ending thing here, man. We always got you back. You're always coming with new products and stuff like that. It's good to see, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Yep, I like to stay busy, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like it. It sounds like uh, the month of March was uh, pretty crazy from what you were telling me. And uh, let's get into that, man. Um, you know, uh, what, what's been going on at Jigmasters and uh, what happened in the month of March? Yeah, so... You know, obviously, you know, the whole uh, COVID-19 has kind of got the, uh, you know, the world flipped upside down right now, you know, and and I was really expecting, you know, really it to be a slow month due to it, um, right. which I think most businesses were for the most part. And um, but anyways, so we started going on and obviously like the, you know, the online orders and stuff like that, they were trending pretty well and, uh, you know, it was going to be a pretty decent month. And um, all of a sudden, about the second week of March, I started getting contacted by a bunch of various tackle shops um, that either A, already kind of had my product in there, like from last year, um, or are just completely new shops, maybe some similar area to the ones I'm already in. Um, but anyways, they started contacting me and... Um, which is already cool that they're contacting me versus, you know, me contacting them. You know, right, right, right. Big step in the business. <laughs> yeah. You know, that means I'm doing something right. You know, that means a couple of people are going through the doors asking, you know, hey, do you guys carry it? You yeah. Know, that's really the only way they find out. Um, you know, but anyways, kind of just to go through some of the numbers and stuff like that, you know, a typical shop, you know, when – Whenever I contact them, they contact me. And whenever it's agreed upon that, hey, yeah, we want to give your lures a try, um, you know, typically a first order, you know, since I'm a small bait manufacturer, is going to be somewhere in the realms of, you know, right around 200, you know, anywhere from 150 to 200 jigs. Um, and that's with everything combined, you know, jigs, buzz baits, random terminal tackle, you know, everything. Right. Um, so... I was kind of expecting to, you know, pick up a couple more shops and pick up a couple orders of that similar size. Um, and then I get the first order back from, well, one of the bigger, you know, bigger stores. It's actually the new Fisherman Central that's coming here to Port Clinton. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I got in their order form, you know, they sent, they send in and, you know, I wake up to it. So I'm thinking, oh, I'll open it up. It'll say, you know, five, 600 bucks. You know, whatever. yeah, right, right. And I open it up and I start looking at it, and there's just numbers filled everywhere. It's like a matrix kind of, you know, it has <laughs> weights on one side and colors on the other. Right. And all of a sudden, so anyways, I totaled it up, and that order alone was just shy of two thousand jigs. Oh wow. <laughs> you know? That's so, that's crazy. So so basically, that order alone had already beat my record month in sales just by itself nice <laughs> you know? nice so um so yeah no this uh march was extremely busy um and most of the other stores you know they were placing anywhere in the realms of you know instead of that 150 to 200 range they were kind of placing anywhere from 
you know, 400 to, you know, 600, you know, kind of in that range. So even those, those increased as well. Sure. Um, you know, so it was really cool, you know, to, uh, to finally have that happen, you know, have kind of a big burst on the scene. But I talked to, you know, a couple of the shops. I said, you know, I, I hate to ask because, you know, I should just be happy, you know, with the sale and stuff like that. And, you know, hopefully developing a long-term relationship with a lot of these shops. I said, if you're just curious, why did you place an order that size? Right, right, right. And what was said, this says, we are struggling to get inventory from a lot of our big bait companies. You know, our hmm. bigger names out there. Right. And the reason is a lot of those are, you know, based in, in China, manufactured in China or, or somewhere overseas. And, um, you know, so a lot of the stores, they're open especially like a lot of the Southerners and stuff, you know, the tackle stores are open. They got people coming in, you know, it's kind of, especially down South, you know, it's already, you know, spawn slash post spawn now. Right. Uh, right. Right. You know, to where, you know, they got people coming in, they got empty shelves. So they said, Hey, you know, we, we know that you can get the product out or we think you can, you know, and that's why we're playing some bigger orders, you know, and the cool thing was, is, you know, really I was able to meet, you know, meet all the deadlines and, you know, still maintain the quality and stuff like that, you know. Um, now, it was a lot of long hours. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Know? I know um, I talked to you and you said you were going nonstop, like 16, 18 hours a day or something, yeah, right? I was, pretty, I was pretty much doing seven days a week, about 16, to, about 16 hours, you know, typically was uh, what I was running, you know, and um, which I got really repetitive pretty quick, too. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, you know, I wasn't quite set up for a month like that. Now, I made it happen, so all the shops are happy. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, I was worried about what I was going to end up doing to my health. But uh, so far, so good. Right. You know? <laughs> but, uh, unfortunately, caffeine's my friend again. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. I had kicked that habit for a little bit, but uh, it's definitely back. Yep, 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 you got it, too. Always so. drinking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, but it was really cool. You know, not only was it, you know, a huge increase in sales, you know, I got to a lot of new shops, uh, you know, stuff like that. It also showed a lot of holes in, well, my business right now, yeah, you know, right, right, right. um, you know, and, and what I, and I mean, that is just as far as like, you know, production capacity, shop layout, stuff like that. Um, so once that I got, you know, finally got a lot of those orders out and stuff like that. It was uh, hard to start putting the pen to the paper and start kind of figuring out what do I need to do, you know, to make this shop better. Yeah. Uh, with as minimal investment as possible. Sure, you know, sure, that's sure. That's why sure. I always laugh, like, if I had a person come out and help or something like that one day, and it's like, well, why haven't you done this already or done this? It's like, guys, you know, you, you got to have the money to do it. Right, right, you know, right. There's right. a thousand changes I want to make. <laughs> you know, yeah. that thousand changes ends up being fifty thousand dollars. You know, right, 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 right. And um, you know, so it is. It is cool. You know, it, it's cool that not only was I able to get those orders out, you know, make sure everybody's happy. Um, you know, kind of hope this develops a long-term relationship with a lot of them. You know, because in a way, like I kind of helped, you know, helped bail them out a little bit too. You know, from keeping their shelves stocked. Sure. Um, you know, and obviously I appreciate the business regardless. Right. Um, you know, so it was, it was really cool. And now it's kind of cool to actually have some of that, you know, money open to actually start doing a lot of these projects. 
um, you know, to further grow Jigmasters. Um, yeah. yeah, go ahead, man. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, um, I was just saying, like, so basically this or March alone where I was worried, you know, that it was going to be a really lean month, um, I ended up basically beating my record month by eight times. That's crazy, dude. Um, That's crazy. And it was weird. Like, this is the first time, too, as you're making stuff, like, you're actively watching stuff get low. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, when you're powder painting, you know, jig heads and stuff, like, you'll notice maybe the, like, the level in your fluid bed or whatnot, like, it'll drop over, like, a couple weeks, you'll kind of notice, oh, hey, it's dropped a little bit, right? Sure. And the same day, I'm having to refill these cups of paint. how cool is that experience for sure you know that's super Uh, cool man yeah you know and um and there were some people that were you know they were definitely worried you know hey like you you might be pushing too hard or you know like the answer can't just be you know throw up you know throw hours at it you know which is basically what i was doing like i said you know you know seven times 16 a lot of hours yeah um but at the same time you know um, you know, even, you know, given my medical history and stuff like that, like I was worried too, but at the same time, uh, there's a quote I heard, you know, if you're scared to go too far, you'll never go far enough, you know? So, and that's, I like that's that. yeah, you know, and that quote like you know, that. kind of kept me going, you know, it's like, Hey, look, like this is your opportunity. You know, you always hear the, you know, strike yeah. white hot kind of thing. Right. Yeah. You know, this was that opportunity, you know, and, uh, it was, did it go as smooth as it possibly could? Uh, no, of course not. But at the end, I was able to get it done with the help of, you know, some some friends and stuff like that. And uh, I'm really excited for, you know, Jigmasters to come. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. So, um, you know, obviously going through all these crazy huge orders, man, you realize like where you could make some changes with minimal investment. Like what, what all did you do, uh, to change it up to make yourself more efficient? Well, so, so a lot of this stuff hasn't quite happened yet. Okay. Um, But like, basically instead of having like, even just like having a, one of the things I noticed was when I did have a couple, you know, people in here, you know, kind of helping stuff like that is that, there's no flow. It gets, you know, claustrophobic pretty quick. You're constantly running into each other, you know, so sure. that was a big eye opener. Um, and basically one of the, one of the big changes that are happening that I'm really excited for is that, that like all my fixed benches, kind of like the bench you see in the back there with the pegboard, obviously you see the pegboard right now. Right. Um, it's actually going to where it's a pegboard that's in the center of like a four by eight workbench. And then you have a, uh, you know, basically a work area on each side of the pegboard. Like so you it. can have two people working, or maybe even a couple more, but, you know, two people working, and they're on opposite sides. They're not running into each other. Heck, yeah. Um, and then the plan there, too, is to put everything on casters and, and have all the wiring done in, basically, internally in the cart to just, you know, a little pigtail um, to where basically as long as I can get to an outlet in an extension cord, I can run and make lures anywhere I take the carts. That's awesome. Um, which kind of has obviously, you know, my mind, you know, gearing towards like, huh, I wonder if I can kind of like set up at a, you know, whether it's like trade shows or whatever, but even if it's just setting up at tournaments or, sure. you know, areas that I have 
you know, a, a decent, you know, following and stuff already, you know, kind of showing up, setting up like a meet and greet, you know, making lures and all that stuff and whatnot, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, the, the shop's changing, you know, there's, um, A, we're, we're painting it, I'm getting tired of that weird blue that you see above me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, getting that out of there. Um, but yeah, you know, we're going to have uh, two, I've got it finally set up to, I'm going to have like a big, yeah, probably, you know, probably 40 to 50 inch TV wall mounted um, over in the, the one wall where it's basically underneath it will be like a, a shipping cart. Yeah, yeah. It may have a shipping bench, but it'll have everything there, but it'll be on caster, so you can move it in and out. But basically, to when an order is placed, it'll automatically pop up onto a build schedule onto that TV. Okay, very um, cool, man. You know, stuff like that, you know, um, you know, there's, yeah, endless stuff, you know. Um, like I said, so we're going to do two of those big work, work, uh, you know, mobile work area, you know, carts and stuff like that, and um basically in the same footprint i'll be able to get a not only a better flow for whoever is over helping um you know but also too getting uh basically six times the workspace that i currently have nice uh well not six times excuse me three times sorry okay that number. but yeah three times the workspace that i had with better flow but not taking up more space very cool very cool let me ask you this, because uh, I was having a conversation um, with uh, with Duke from Catch, yeah. and he said right now, like, their biggest struggle is shipping. Are you having issues with, like, UPS and post office picking up packages from you? Because basically, you know, since everything went into effect, and I know you're in Ohio, I'm in an L mm -hmm. Catch is in Illinois, so we're two different states, but I'm just curious about this. You know, the UPS trucks uh, quit coming to his shop. So he was having to throw all the packages in. A, they were uh, filling up a utility trailer um, mm -hmm. and taking that to a UPS store. Um, are you kind of doing the same thing or did you have a, a like a, a shipping service coming to your shop to pick up those packages or do you usually drop oh. them off? Well, so basically what I was doing is I was making night runs to, uh, I do most of my stuff through USPS. Okay. Um, and I've already had some several issues with my local post office, so I actually take it to the bigger town near me anyways. Okay. So I, I don't really have anybody pick up orders right now. I typically take the 10-minute take the drive from the town and drop them off myself. Gotcha. Um, now, those, those drop-offs took a lot longer this month than, uh, you know, they normally do. yeah. yeah. Instead of having two to three packages, you know, per night or whatever, you know, a couple of days or whatnot, you know, it was uh, taking, you know, 20 and 30 at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then my biggest issue that I really came across as far as shipping goes was realizing I don't have boxes big enough to ship these big shop orders. Oh, yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, because you've got to think, you know, if you, you know, if you order let's say you order even 20 jigs yeah well you can easily put 20 jigs in a little you know eight by ten bubble mailer sure sure, 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 sure. like it doesn't take a damage right. space but right like the order to uh fisherman central that took seven 14 by 14 by 10 boxes wow and the one i couldn't close 
<laughs> but I, I actually drove and dropped those off because, I mean, it's a little bit of a drive, but yeah, it was actually, with gas prices, what they are, it was actually cheaper for me cheaper. to drive and take it. And <laughs> right, right, right. So, I believe yeah, it, man. So I was like, yeah, so that's what I did for that order. But uh, no, it's the one of the biggest hurdles right now is incoming material. Okay. Um, you know, so I did put a disclaimer on you know the website, you know, saying, hey, you know, just you know, obviously, I'm going to push and try to get all orders out on time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but do be a little cognizant on, hey, you know, some of the stuff might be a couple days late. You know, sure, um, sure, sure, sure. And and that's that's the biggest thing I've noticed is incoming material. You know, you you get the notification and says, hey, it's going to be there Tuesday, and it's kind of set up in your head like, okay, well, as soon as this comes in Tuesday, you know, let's process it, let's get this stuff made. Right. And then that box shows up Thursday. Yeah. Or yep, yep, you know, yep. sometimes even three days late. Um, that's been that's been the biggest struggle. I would okay. say. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I know. I received a package. Uh, we got the new PNF buffs here, and uh, I, that package was supposed to come in. Um, I think on like a Thursday, and it ended up not getting here till like Friday or Saturday. It was like a day or two late. And I was talking to somebody else, and this was non-fishing related, but they were saying that Amazon orders are getting you know delayed because of this whole. coronavirus thing so i was i was just curious man like um because i think that's that's a great question um you know from the consumer's point of view is is stuff shipping out but it sounds like your stuff is still you know as far as your shipping is getting out but obviously you're getting a little delayed on getting materials in just because all this crazy mess going on yeah you know and uh you know once again you know my whole one of my weird strict rules I have with myself for this business, whether it's smart or not, I don't know, uh, <laughs> but is that I refuse a bank loan for the business. Sure, now, sure, sure, sure. where that's gotten tough is, you know, the projects I'm doing to make the shop better and even more aesthetically pleasing, stuff like that, that's just all labor. You know, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. super expensive materials, you know. Right, right. Um, but the issue is, too, and that I'm, you know, constantly battling is everybody's like, oh, man, you had this huge, you know, increase in sales and stuff. You must be rich. It's like, well, <laughs> the time I get done reinvesting back in the business, you know, I, you right. know, I didn't get that big of a cut. Right, um, right. <laughs> you know, but honestly, what people don't realize is that, you know, most shops work on a net 30 system. Right. Right, so right, I don't right. see my money really until, but you know, anywhere from 25 to 30 days, 30 days after they receive the product. Right. You know, but since all of these shop orders came in at once, you know, they ransacked my material, you know, that I had or my inventory of components that I had. Right. And that money's not in my bank account yet. So I'm having to dig up jars out of the backyard, you know, <laughs> to uh, get a couple pennies out to uh, try to get some hooks and stuff, you know. Yeah. You got jars in the backyard? No, of course I do, yeah. I'll come over with a shovel, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ain't much there anymore. You'll see a whole bunch of dirt mounds everywhere. But, uh, I, already, I already ransacked my own stash back there. Oh, man. I I get it, man. I get it. Business is a is a tricky thing, man. I, I know just like from my experience being in business, you know, I, I would do some 
some work for some other flooring stores and stuff and you know they're waiting to get paid before you get paid you know it's right. you're the lower guy on the totem pole right so i totally get it man and uh, it's it's funny you know you, as a business owner you're always constantly trying to evolve your business and reinvest in it you know and it's like you know even though you have a stellar month you know you're not filthy rich it's it's funny right, when people right. look at it that way you know what i mean um so it's cool man it's cool so well you're growing man which is which is great and it's good to see you not only grow like on the individual consumer side but those bigger bait shop stores man so congrats on that that's huge hey, no, I, I appreciate that yeah it's um it definitely has me extremely excited about Dick Masters. You know, Heck yeah, more than man. it naturally was. You know, and I kept, you know, for the most part, I've always been promoting, you know, slow and steady growth. Sure. Uh, you know, but this month I, I didn't have a chance. You know, I, I wasn't <laughs> like I was promoting anymore. You know, it was right, right, right. You know, it's, uh, and it's kind of messed up that little chart that I had of the, you know, consistent growth. You got a big spike now. Yeah. Um, but you know, then I've got purchasing agreement signed up for another six new stores by the end of this month that's awesome um you know so this month will be fairly similar too um but yeah you know it's, it's really it's really cool like i said I mean, you know once these uh you know the bigger accounts and stuff start you know paying when they you know comes due um it's making me excited because it's really got a lot of the new lure launches and stuff like that i can get a lot of those back on track okay um, yeah you know, and um, and in all honesty, I am actually looking at the legalities of, you know, truly hiring somebody mm -hmm. um, too. you know, um, which I'm pretty sure I got the person nailed down. It's actually one of my friend's little brother. He's not that uh, okay. he's a couple of years younger than me, but uh, definitely has a skill set that I had no idea he did. You know, he's extremely good with, uh, you know, 3D modeling and stuff like that, which I can do it. But what takes me four hours takes him 10 minutes. That's, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. Time so, is money, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, so, uh, you know, that's, you know, four hours and a lot of cuss words, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but, yeah, so I'm going to try to, I'm really going to try to work it out that when he graduates, he's got about a year left, then he graduates that I can actually kind of like hire him in, you know, salary-wise. And, uh, I mean, like I said, the skill set he has is uh, pretty cool. Like he built his own foundry. Yeah. So nice. He's, he's melting down and casting aluminum. That's know? awesome. That's yeah, awesome. Who does this? You know? Yeah. I've but, seen that done. Um, uh, a guy where I used to have my old wood shop, man, he built something similar to that. And, and the way they cast aluminum and sand and like the yeah. foam molds they make to do it. Dude, it's crazy. It was mind blowing to me. So um, I know exactly what you're talking about. If you guys have never seen that, like, look up a YouTube video. It'll blow your mind. Right, right. You Super know, cool. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. And I think he's going to really work out and be a, be a big benefit for the business, you know. Nice, dude. Um, Heck yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be weird to actually, you know, potentially actually have a true employee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I'm, I'm used to fighting with myself, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, well, uh no, I'm really excited for um, for what I'm going to be, what I have been, and also what I will be able to continue to do out of my uh, 
nice humble single car garage in Weston, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Heck yeah, man. Which, uh, if you ever look it up, it ain't much of a town. You know, there's like <laughs> seven houses and a pizza place. Yeah. You know? yeah. So. <laughs> nice. Hey, at least they got the essentials, man. Pizza and gas station, you know? Um, about it. <laughs> that's all you need. Um, oh, man, what was I going to ask you? Uh, sorry, just had a brain fart. Um, man, my apologies. Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to ask <laughs> no, something. That's all right. Um, but kind of on that point, what I was talking about, you know, out of a you know, single car garage and stuff like that, like, it's really cool to when you do get that 10 to 20 minute breather to kind of like sit back and you look through you know your email and a couple random people sent you photos from you know texas and california and yeah you know know, with huge bass and you're jigging its mouth and stuff like that you know it is a very cool and humbling thing to think about that you know once again out of a small single car garage in a tiny town you know, that I've been yeah. able to, uh, to sell to that many different states and uh, that many different lures, you know. It's pretty it's pretty cool to sit back and think about, you know. Heck yeah, Obviously, man. You know, it's always easy to get caught up in, the, you know, the rat race all the time, you know, but I do think it is important to, uh, you know, do take a little step out, you know, step back and bearing uh, all the issues that you're facing currently kind of sit back and think like, wow, like, I, you know, I, even if I stopped today, you know, what I did was still pretty cool. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Yeah, that's a huge accomplishment, man. That's going to make you proud for sure. Um, The question I was going to ask you was, um, you know, now that you're picking up all these stores, will you have a list of those stores where your baits will be available, like on your website or something? Yeah, so I'm trying to do it, and I'm and kind of just like how I had like the, the click through for Paddle and Fin. I'm trying to actually set it up to their, I've got a few more shops I'm waiting on to actually get their logos. Okay. Um, I can kind of do a similar thing, but yeah, I'm going to have a, a little list out, um, you know, of, of a lot of the shops or of the shops that I'm, you know, in. And some of it, if they don't have a website, you know, it'll basically be kind of like a Google link. Yeah. Like, basically, their shop location, you know. Yeah, no, I was just thinking that'd be cool, you know, if you had a shop like down the street from me, you know, and I didn't have to wait for shipping or something and I could still get the same product. You know what I mean? Right, um, right. So I'm just trying to think from like a consumer's point of view. That's that's what I wanted to ask you was um, would would you have the that list publicly available so folks would yeah, know where and, to go? And like the Fisherman Central store. I fish by there all the time, so that's going to be the first experience of me walking into a store and seeing my product in front of my face. That's cool. You that's know? cool. Now, what I'm going to get mad is if I have to go there and buy my own jigs because I forgot <laughs> some. You know? I'm going to get pretty mad at myself then. But, uh... <laughs> oh, too funny. Too funny, man. Yeah, I know it's so... going to happen at some point. <laughs> right, 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 right. So you you recently launched a couple of new baits, and uh, you got some more launch, and obviously a couple things got put on hold just because of the craziness uh, that's been going on at the shop. But um, you launched the swim and spin, and you said that's been doing really well, right? Yeah. So we literally just uh, launched that uh, last night, I think. It was either last night or the night before. It's all okay. Water right now. So <laughs> you know, yeah, but, yeah, get it. But uh, no, so that's uh, actually that's <coughs> the first part of the uh, quote-unquote La La series. It's a tournament angler down in Louisiana. His name's uh, 
Dennis uh, Narcisse, and his nickname Lala, so that's where that came from. Okay. Uh, but the dude's a stick, you nice. know, and um, they, um, and I've talked to some of the locals down there and stuff, like on the phone and, you know, stuff randomly, and they're like, yeah, like, he's one of those guys that will beat most people while he's in the back of the boat, you know, fishing that's tournaments awesome. and stuff like that, so uh he's a uh, definitely a cool guy to work with and uh this was the first lure in that series we're working on a few others too uh but yeah it's literally it's it's essentially my swinging swim jig you know so you have that you know free or that swinging style hook you know mm-hmm. um and it's a wide gap hook so the bait's you know relatively weedless and you know with uh, the swinging and it helps you come through a lot of cover yeah. Um, and then also you get that leverage advantage too, you know, when you are fighting a fish and it changes directions, you know, you kind of got that extra second of reaction time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cause the hook's going with them. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's the swing swim jig and it has a, an underspin, you know, it has like nice. a fixed wire form on it and it's got a, it's actually got a size three and a half willow. Um, so it's pretty big for that type of lure, the blade mm-hmm. that's put on it. Uh, but it runs true, and uh, so far they're they're whacking them down there on it. So nice. as soon as I put it on, I think I think roughly in an hour and a half there was about ten orders of them. Nice. So, uh, nice. so people are definitely excited for that. So I'm, I'm, that's pretty cool. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Uh, what else you got coming out soon, man? I know we talked about a bunch of stuff the last time you were on, but uh, you know. Um, I know you've been kind of slowly launching some new things that you've been working on. So right, what's, right. Um, what's coming well, next? One of the, yeah. One of the big ones that, you know, launched uh, about a month ago, maybe a little less, um, is that uh, through the Woodward series that elite swimmer. Yeah. Tail swim bait. And uh, I've been really enjoying the reviews on that. Um, now, Obviously, you know, I'm fairly nerdy. I really get into designs and stuff, but there was actually kind of one thing that happened with this bait by accident. Now, it's a good thing, so I'm happy, but uh, I can't take credit for uh, doing it, is if you put this swim bait, the, once again, it's the Woodward's Elite Swimmer, if you put that swim bait on an underspin uh, or even a... Um, like a chatterbait or something like that or whatever, uh, which most chatterbaits are fine, but like an underspin, like the big issues with underspins are they, if you try to reel them at any speed, they roll on you. Mm. Um, so you always have to fish them slow, um, which mine, through its design, that quick change underspin, you can fish that faster than most, but you still can't burn it. Yeah, um, yeah. When you put the elite swimmer on it, you can even take the smallest one and you can burn it and it'll just track through. Interesting. You know, so, uh, like I said, completely accidental. Uh, I would love to take credit for it, but <laughs> um, it definitely wasn't on purpose. So, <laughs> but it's uh, it's cool that that worked out. Yeah, for sure, man. That's awesome. Uh, which we will be eventually down the road coming out with a few more colors in that. You know, that's my first soft plastic to launch. Uh, so I really wanted to test the market and you know get some reviews on it and you know make sure that I you know half know what I'm doing. Um, sure, 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 sure. You know, and then um, we're very, very close on launching a blade bait, um, you know, which obviously that's going to be really popular in the Great Lakes or a lot of, you know, if people are fishing deep, um, yeah. stuff like that. Um, this thing is going to have just a, just a crap ton of vibration, uh, which is the goal. 
you know, so I came up with a nice custom design on it to really get that thing vibrating back and forth when you rip it up. Um, and then we're looking even at the potentials of maybe even doing a little bit of uh, like marabou on the back hook too, to try to just create something a little bit different, you know? Um, nice. Just about to launch an actual, it's a, it's a drop shot hook. Um, that is hooked that has marabou tied to it. So, it's a, so you actually use it as a drop shot bait. You know, you don't have to uh, put a soft plastic on it. Hmm. Um, so we're working on that right now. Um, and that's actually, uh, a lot of people keep, a lot of people do really well in small mouth on it. I'm interested to try it too for large mouth. Um, but <coughs> see how that goes. Um, and then, you know, coming here pretty soon, um, we're pretty much all the design work and everything is done for, uh, the spinner bait that I've been, uh, super excited about here for a while. Um, cause outside of a flipping jig, a spinner bait's my second favorite. And yeah. I figured, uh, pretty much my whole life. I've just loved them. Um, and there's a lot, there's a lot that you can do to them with, you know, mix matching blades, working on blade sizes and all that stuff and just getting, you know, quality plated blades, which is harder than a lot of people think. Um, you know, something like that, that people would be shocked at how different, a uh, similar looking spinnerbait. You know, if you take a half ounce white with double willows from tackle store A or tackle shop A, and you take another one, um, you know, that's maybe a little bit more, you know, homemade, a lot more, you know, bigger mm -hmm. blades, better blades. Um, you know, with Greenware, I'm doing a custom design head to really help it track straight, even with a real big blade on it. Um, you would be shocked at fishing with your buddy in the same scenario and seeing them all hit just the one spinnerbait. Nice. Even though quick look from 10 feet away, they look fairly similar. You know, overseas right. blades, it's a double willow, it's white, you know. But, right. uh, yeah, you would be extremely shocked at how much just the smallest tweaks in spinnerbaits can make a difference. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I, I, I know I learned that firsthand last year. Um, you know, I had some just cheap, cheap spinner baits, and then I ran them next to uh, uh, a better, higher end spinner bait, and it was like night and day difference in bites. I, I was just oh, like, yeah. "What is going on right now?" <laughs> yeah. And you know? now you are always going to have the scenario where somebody does buy the one dollar Walmart special, sure, and they end up catching an eight pounder that you didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. in that body of water. That's always going to happen, you know. Sure. So I was, people are always like, well, I cut this on this one. Okay, that, that stuff is going to happen. I'm not saying right. that. But if you look at your averages and seeing, you know, hey, throwing that one versus this one, which one's going to catch the majority of the fish? Right. It's typically that very thought out, you know, yeah. quality made, quality component spinner bait. Absolutely, man. I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see that man when it's all said and done. I'm 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 like you, you know, spinner baits uh, one of my go-tos for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I I know that know the difference in quality, and I know I used to talk to Jay Randall about that too because he used to make some spinner baits himself, you know, just for personal use. Right, and, right. You know, he's like, man, they're just so expensive because of the parts because he's not buying in quantity and stuff like that, but. Um, he said, you know, it, it made all the difference in the world 
And, uh, you know, one day him and I were out and he was running a spinner bait, uh, right next to me. And I was throwing a very similar color or almost exactly the same. And he was just smashing them. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what is going on here? (laughs) So, um, yeah, that, that, uh, that one has definitely been a, uh, compared to everything else, you know, obviously like doing a soft plastic, that's fairly easy. You find a company that makes a good plastisol and you're done. You know? Yeah, right, 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 right. You know, even the jig, you know, you find a good skirt, you know, as far as the skirt tabs go, you know, you find a decent hook, you find a good skirt, and you're done. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, right. Um, you know, but uh, the spinner baits has been a, a much harder thing for the whole uh, sourcing side of the business, you know, because you got, which I'm doing a custom bend for the line tie and then doing a custom rolled in for, uh, you know, the end there for the, the main blade. Um, really trying to make sure that those blades will not come off, even if you get hit by a pike or whatever. Sure. Um, yeah, because that's, that's the most expensive part of that, you know, especially if you're using a premium, you know, plated blade. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to put bigger blades than you buy from other competitors. Okay. Um, one of my biggest things that I love with spinnerbaits is, you know, where the average spinnerbait is going to come with a size four or four and a half willow. Um, and the reason they tend or kind of tend towards those little bit smaller blades is because they don't produce so much thump that that bait's always going to track track straight. Um, you know, the blades is, the blade is actually what will make a spinner bait roll on you. You know, if you roll it too fast or whatever. Sure. Um, so there's a there's a lot more engineering than people kind of thought when going through and making my own head design. Um, you know, where bait might take a four and a half willow, I'm going to come out with one that has all the way up to a size six willow. Okay. Um, you know, and it's going to give you, even at a willow leaf, you're going to have a lot of thump and uh, a lot of flash. And that's what I really played with a lot last year prototyping was, was there a big difference in when I throw bigger blades versus smaller ones? And uh, there was actually a huge difference in both numbers and size. Nice. Um, it, you know, and I, um, I caught a lot of big fish last year that I didn't even know existed in those waters. You know, places that I've, you know, relatively small places or whatever, but, you know, places that I've fished for years. Nice. And, you know, normally you go through and, you know, hey, I've fished this place 40 times and the biggest fish I've ever caught is like two and a half or three. Um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden using those much larger blades going and I, I think the one place i ended up catching one just under six you know that's oh, wow. a place i've fished for eight years you know yeah. and uh, you know it wasn't like i was fishing it really any different it was just right. i was throwing a different blade combination um so i'm really well, trying to push the blade size while making sure that it runs yeah, for sure, man. I'm a firm believer, man, in just uh, those subtle differences um, can ignite a bite, especially on high-pressured waters. You know, if you're, you know, throwing the same old thing that everybody else on the lake is and you just throw something just slightly different, whether it be color, blade size, you know, uh, uh, an oddball color, you know, something like that, um, that could spark a bite because those fish are so used to seeing, you know, I, not to knock the jig, but like, you know, a lot of times you talk to guys that are jig fishing and they fish a black and blue jig, 
right? And if you can tweak that color just a little bit, sometimes that could be all the difference in the world to get the bites when those guys that are throwing the black and blue aren't, you know? Um, so, you know, we, we had that conversation about, uh, what was it? Watermelon candy last year or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, it's so weird to think that, you know, fish see in the grayscale. Yeah. That, and I do agree like, okay, some of the very, very, very tiny differences, that's more for catching customers than fish. Yeah, but right, right. It is remarkable, honestly. You know, I carry I carry 14 colors in the jigs right now. Um, and as many people that ordered or custom ordered after Ricketts showed off that uh, hot sauce, yeah, uh, you know, uh, jig there, that will probably be added to the lineup as just a, nice. you know, a production color. Nice. Um, you know, so 15. And out of those 15 colors, I have a body of water or a scenario where they're all important to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, now I right. predominantly will throw them out the same four colors, but there are some specific places and bodies of water that I really have a lot of confidence in this kind of little bit off the wall or a little bit different color. Sure. You know, it makes things harder on you because you got to carry them all. Yeah. Right. But, uh, well, it makes it better for me, right? Yeah, right, right. But, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's as much as I want to tell people like, oh, that color is, you know, it's not that important. And, you know, I, yeah. If it were up to me, I'd carry four. It's just not true. You right. Know? right. It's, um, yeah, like I said, it can be frustrating because you got to go through them all to figure out what the fish want. Right. <laughs> but, right. Uh, right. 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 But yeah, no, I, I think they all have their uh, their time and place for sure. I dig it. I dig it, man. Right on. Any uh, any final thoughts? things uh we didn't talk about anything like that my friend yeah no it's just um just a big thank you you know to uh you know everybody that has you know been been ordering or anybody that's you know went into some of these random tackle stores across the nation and have you know said like oh hey do you have these jigs and you know if they didn't you know that kind of sparks the conversation for them to get in contact with me right uh, right right you know, it's, it's the word of mouth things really starting to move. You know, I want to thank everybody for that. You know, obviously thank everybody from the, you know, the paddle and fin team and stuff. I know you get yeah. really helpful in a lot of plugs for me. And, uh, you know, it's it's very humbling. And like I said, I just want to say a big thank you to everybody. Yeah, for sure, man. When in doubt, get the jig out. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, it's, uh, everybody makes fun of me for that slogan when I came out. Dude, with it, but, uh, I love it, dude. It's perfect. It holds, it holds true for me about everywhere I go, so... It's 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 pretty much the same for me, man. Um, I mean, I'm usually throwing the jig anyways, but um, yeah, I like it. It's catchy, like it, and it it rings true for sure. So, right on, very cool. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in to another episode of Paddle and Finn, and uh, getting to hear everything from Cody. Uh, don't forget, go to jigmasters.com. Use promo code PNF20 and save you twenty percent off on all your jig masters i always say jigs but it's like you got so much more than that man so yeah you know that name starting to get a little difficult Uh, (laughs) (laughs) no uh, no, jigs will still always be the the cornerstone pieces for sure but uh yes that the lineup is evolving and expanding for sure (laughs) very cool man looking to see what's coming next all right boys and girls as always tight lines smooth paddle go check out the website guys paddle the letter n and fin.com also check out youtube 
youtube.com forward slash paddle and fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're doing giveaways, announcements, things like that at Facebook and Instagram at paddle and fin. Shout out to our show supporters, Rocktown Adventures, Loveland Canoe and Kayak, Hammered Lures, Fish Mob Lures, TRC Covers, Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com. You can put the Paddle and Fin logo right on your catch board. Don't forget to go over and pick up your Jig Masters jigs. Use promo code PNF20 and save 20% today. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. It helps grow the audience, helps others find our podcast. So please drop a five-star rating in on the podcast platform you're listening on. Don't forget about the Recycled Plastics program, you guys. Take your used plastic baits, put them in an envelope, mail them to the address in the show notes. Our man Eric Richards at Hammered Lures melts those down, makes new baits, and donates them to various chapters of Heroes on the Water.